This is Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. For more information, please visit my website at spiritualityunpackedalloneword.com. It's Laura. Welcome to Spirituality Unpacked. I hope you are doing well. Happy Monday. I am sorry. I have been missing for like almost two weeks, I think. I apologize. My life has been a little weird. Um, there has been, and it's nothing in the external, by the way, guys. Um, it's, it's not external things that are happening, um, quote unquote, to me. Uh, this is stuff inside of me. The, these are things that come up um, for me that I end up having to kind of uh, push my way through or slog my way through a little bit sometimes. Um, and sometimes those things come up at really inopportune times like Monday mornings and Thursday mornings. And when they do that, or even Wednesday night or, you know, Sunday night, and when they do that, it, it just sort of sometimes means that I don't get my lovely podcast recorded. So I want to talk actually today about the latest thing that came up because I think it's a good conversation to have. It's the talk about focus. Where, what are you paying attention to? Now, focus is actually a big part of what I, what I teach, right? So when, I, when we talk generally, when I talk generally about this idea of becoming aware of yourself within the experience, what that does is shifts your focus. It shifts your focus from the external realm back into yourself. So what am I thinking? How am I feeling? What's going on inside of me? And that's a really important shift to make, right? Because it is in that shift that you can then start to say, are these thoughts and feelings actually helpful to me? Or am I just going down a new rabbit hole? Are they getting me into trouble? Is this a problem? And th that's perfect. That's a beautiful way to really begin to understand yourself within the experience. Why am I feeling this way? Why am I reacting that, that way? What's going on for me right now? It shifts the focus. It shifts the focus back onto ourselves, and that's huge. So now let's talk about focus in terms of goals, in terms of sort of um, long-range visions or plans that you might have, because this is actually what got me into trouble, okay? So yes, aware of yourself in the moment, that's perfect, but what happens when the mind wants to play a little game with you? What happens when the mind goes off and decides that it's going to play with you a little bit? Okay, so I had a big goal that I was trying to go after. And what happened? I got an idea to do something else. And what it did was it distracted me from the goal. And so which is which is fascinating in one sense and and annoying in another. So on the one hand, the mind was simply playing into the space that I was in. It gave me something to create, which is cool. And, and the ideas that I had were, were brilliant. They were fine. There was nothing wrong with any of it. That's cool. But it distracted me from the bigger goal. And that distraction is actually where the problem is. So what was going on there? Why did I not why did I not catch that, right? Like, hello, Laura, you're supposed to figure that stuff out already. What's wrong with you? Okay, so now, note to self, I don't beat myself up like that. Um, <laughs> so 
okay, the focus, I, I, I allowed the brain to distract me by giving me other ideas that I attached to and went off and, and started working on. And what was the problem with that? It was the distraction from the original goal. And subconsciously, I had even given up on the original goal. So here's the thing, right? The thoughts don't have to be bad, right? My brain didn't go to, you suck, right? My brain didn't go to, you're never going to get any, any clients. My brain didn't go to, you're awful, you should quit, you should get a job. Brain didn't go there. Brain went to, here's a good idea, and here's another good idea, and here's another good idea. And what I didn't catch was that my brain was simply trying to distract me from what I needed to be focusing on. If I had simply shelved those and wrote them down, you know, and made that list and said, okay, here's a bunch of ideas for later, it would have been fine. But because I didn't do that and it distracted me, my focus shifted. And so then the original goal went away as well, right? So the important part here, there's, there's a couple of them. Number one, when you're going after a goal, you go after the goal and you don't let things distract you. Where's your focus? What are you paying attention to, right? So even if the thing that you're being shown is a, is a shiny object, you know, ooh, squirrel, and you go after it, even, even when it is that, right, you still have to maintain your focus where you are. You still have to maintain your focus to where you want to go. You can't, you can't get into the whole squirrel and you're running away. Can't do that, right? So the mind doesn't have to be mean to you, right? It's not about the mind being a jerk. My mind doesn't do that to me for the most part, right? I don't get a lot of those messages in my head. I've, I've shut them down over the years. I won't even buy in. I don't pay any attention, right? So it's like that, that, that gets shut down. So what happened was on Saturday, I got into a funk I couldn't get out of. I actually got really, really pissed off. And which is interesting because there was nothing going on. I wasn't really mad at anything. I wasn't even really mad at myself. I didn't actually know why I was mad other than the fact that I was frustrated with my external reality. And it was kind of like, well, you know, I, I, I was aware of myself in it, but I couldn't maneuver out of it. So I, I kind of had to just let it be there. And I just decided, okay, we're just going to be mad today. Apparently that's fine. I, I actually slept a good chunk of the day, which is okay. And then Saturday night, late Saturday night, like, I mean, we're talking like 1am Saturday night into Sunday morning. And I finally clue in, right? I finally grabbed the, the one deck that I know is going to tell me what I need in a way that I can, I can catch it and use it and, and have it be, uh, have it be useful to me. And I finally pull those cards and I, I get what I need out of it. And I'm like, ah, oh, geez. Right. It was kind of one of those oh shit moments. I was just like, you know, <laughs> and but I don't beat myself up. So I don't I didn't pick up the hammer. I didn't clunk myself on the head for anything. We don't get upset at anything. We just it just is. We just simply allow it to be there and we go with it and it's fine. So it's like, OK, there's a focus thing going on here that I need to pay attention to. Right. So the mind didn't tell me I was awful. The mind didn't tell me I suck because I wasn't going to buy that. Right. 
the the mind didn't go there i got pissed off didn't even know why i was pissed off got pissed off and had to figure out what i was mad at and it was that and and it was where my focus had gone right and it was because i had been pulled away from my goals because my brain here said here squirrel and 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 off i went right so the importance of focus, right? So for a lot of you, what I, what I give you is because many of you are still really hyper-focused out in the outside world, and so a problem happens in your outside world and you hyper-focus on it. Something goes on out here and you hyper-focus on it and, and you pay attention. And, and that's cool because that's what we get taught to do in life, right? That, that's how most of us were taught. It's how most of us were raised. When a problem happens in the external world, you, you, you latch onto it, you pay lots of attention to it, right? Until, until it solves, until it resolves, right? You, you hyper-focus on it. But the problem is when you do that, you don't allow yourself the opportunity to actually solve it that way, right? You, you're, you usually, you end up, if you do solve it, you end up solving it for more pain. You actually create more pain than, than, you, than you resolve in, in those instances. So hyper-focusing on problems isn't going to get you very far. And it usually makes you frustrated and mad and angry and pissed off and all the other stuff and sad and all the crap, right? So it, it causes the emotions to come in, right? When you, when you focus on something too intently, the emotions come in. And the emotions aren't necessarily helpful. Not when it takes you down the rabbit hole, not when it makes you mad, not when it whatever. Those emotions aren't necessarily helpful to you. They, because they, they cloud your thinking. They don't allow you to think more clearly about what the options are, right? They don't allow you to use sort of the conscious mind in a way that's beneficial to you. They keep you stuck in the, in the, in the problem. It keeps you trapped there and you can't do anything with that, right? So what I offer is the ability for you to come back and focus on yourself, become aware of yourself within the experience, right? Okay, there's this problem over here and I see it, I'm aware of it, I know it's there, so I'm not putting my head in the sand, we're not, we're not denying anything, right? I see it, the problem's there. Okay, cool, but I'm not going to hyper-focus on it. Now I'm going to say, how do I feel and what do I think about that thing that's going on over there? right? It's not mine. It's not me. It's not about me. It's not for me. I, it's, I'm not picking it up. I'm not doing anything. I'm checking in with my own response mentally and emotionally. I'm checking in with myself. What do I think and feel about this thing right now, right? Where is my reaction going? Am I down the rabbit hole? Am I frustrated? What are the thoughts? What's coming up, right? That determines what happens next, right? So if you have some level of control and you don't just jump in, jump right down the rabbit hole, right? Like Alice in Wonderland, just jumping right down there. If you have some level of control and you don't have to jump right down the rabbit hole, then you have the ability to do something differently. Now you have the ability to make a change. Now you have the ability to to think more clearly, to bring your awareness to these situations and actually do something useful with them, right? Because there's, 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 when you focus on problems, you tend to get more problems. When you focus on solutions, you get more solutions. I think that's an Abraham Hicks thing. But the idea is there. If you simply focused on what's going to make me feel better right here, right? Or how can I resolve this in a way that's helpful to everybody involved? What, what's, the, what's the best way I can do this? Or can I do anything, 
which may be the better question, right? Can I even do anything, right? Sometimes there isn't a solution there. Sometimes you just have to let the cards fall. You have to know when that is. But when you're when you're pissed off, when you're angry, when you're upset, when you're when you're when you're sad, when when you're down the rabbit hole of emotion, you won't leave it alone. And so that's where the problem is, is you won't leave it alone. If the emotion is too much or the thinking won't stop, you you attach to it and you try to fix it whether you should or not, right? And often in the fixing of it, we're perpetuating a cycle where it, it's going to happen again, basically, right? Because it, it's, a, it's a scenario that's typically familiar. It's happened before. And that means that if, if it happens all the time, then you're in a cycle. It's repetition for you. Right. And it can be a conscious cycle or an unconscious cycle. It doesn't matter which one it is. But if it's something that keeps happening, it's a cycle and it needs to stop. And the way it stops, the way you fix that is by actually not responding the way you usually do. Checking back out again, focusing on yourself. Right. That importance around focus is massive in terms of where your mind goes and how you feel about what's going on. Right. So for me, my thing was actually more unconscious repetition. It was repetition of, of an old cycle that I had in place, but it came at me in a different way. It was sort of, you know, same shit, uh, same shit, different pile kind of thing, right? But it looked a little different to me, right? So the trick for me is just awareness, right? I have to pay attention. Where's your focus? Okay, you got a goal in front of you. Are you going to allow anything to distract you? Anything at all? Or are you going in that direction? And that's the trick. Where are you going? What are you doing? Right? With those cycle repetitions, you have to change what you do with it when it happens. Right? So the trick for me to breaking the cycle was simply to jot those ideas down and simply walk away from them, knowing that I could come back to them later once I had hit my targets, right? And that's it. That's all it is. And that's that's really the whole idea. You're, you're going to focus where you want to go and what you want to create. And, and you're not going to blink when things happen, right? Right? Everybody wants to wants to look for signs in the outside world. Well, that's cool. You can ask for a sign and the universe is going to give it to you. That's fine. But if everything that happens around you, you take as a sign, you're going to get really frustrated really quickly. Just don't take everything randomly on, right? Make sure that you know what's what, right? The internet blipping out at the wrong time isn't necessarily a sign. It can just be the internet blipping out, right? And we say, well, nothing happens by accident. Well, no, that's true. Nothing, nothing is random. You're very right about that. But it doesn't mean that everything is also a sign, right? So we pay attention to those things. Yes. Okay, that's interesting. Internet blipped out. I'm keeping going here. If, if the universe wants me to stop, then it'll give me that more clearly and more directly. And I'll pay attention to it, right? Right? And the trick is we don't keep looking for a signier sign, right? So that's the other part of that, right? So, so you ask for the milk truck to go by. And, and then the milk truck goes by and you go, that wasn't it. And, and then you want something different, right? So make sure that when you're, when you're asking for those signs or when, when, you're, when you're looking around you, 
again, you're paying attention to what you're focusing on. Is this helpful to me, right? And those things like signs are, are some of what we focus on in the external world. We, take, we try to take cues from the external world, and there's nothing wrong with that. But just be careful with it, because it can, it can pull you away from things that are actually useful and helpful to you. It can, it can distract you. You know, my reality distracted me. It can distract you and get you into trouble and get you going places and doing things that maybe, maybe you shouldn't be yet, right? Doesn't mean you can't, but maybe it's not for right now, right? Right? So this, yeah, focus is a really interesting, really interesting thing because it is all about what we pay attention to and how we see the world and what we do with what shows up, right? And the distraction doesn't have to be outside of you. It can be inside of you. Your mind is going to feed you things to try to get you to pay attention to it, right? So for me, it just fed me a good idea. Well, cool. But it was trying to keep me in place and it actually succeeded temporarily, right? So when the emotion came up, I became aware of it, but then the puzzle was, okay, what's the emotion, right? Where did that come from? What is that about, right? So it's not about getting so tied up in the emotion that I can't function, (laughs) right? Even if you do for a few hours, you know, I certainly, Saturday was mostly useless to me, but it was one day. It wasn't a week, a month, a year. It was one day, right? Okay, so it was a few hours. It was one day. And then it was like, okay, what is this, right? At some point, you have to kind of snap out of it long enough. Even if you're still mad, you have to be able to bring your awareness in enough to go, what is this, right? Why am I feeling this way? What's with the funk, right? And what do I need to do with that funk? How do I resolve that, right? So it was, you know, late Saturday night after a day of being kind of grumpy that I was like, what the heck, right? And that was it. So again, the emotion didn't take me down the rabbit hole. I didn't get caught in it for days, right? You can't allow yourself to do that all the time, right? It's okay to acknowledge the emotion, but acknowledging the emotion doesn't mean sitting in it. It doesn't mean soaking in it like it's a hot tub, okay? Acknowledging the emotion just means you're aware of it. Oh yeah, it's there. Okay, what am I doing with this thing? Right? That's what acknowledging the emotion is. We don't bathe in it, right? So there's nothing wrong with getting frustrated. There's nothing wrong with being mad. What are you actively doing with it? How is it helping you? Right? Anger is a super, super powerful emotion. So it's jet fuel. So if you put that behind anything, you're going to go places, right? But is that helpful to you? I used to come at a lot of things from anger and pain, right? And, and it, I would lash out a lot because there's a lot of energy and anger. But when I did that, it never resulted in anything useful. It was never helpful to me, right? Doing that was never helpful. So finding a way to allow the energy to simply leave the leave your body, leave your physical form, 
while maintaining your awareness is what we're going for here, right? I'm hyper aware of myself in the experience. I was aware of the aware of the anger. I, I could I could I had another part of my mind going, okay, what is that? Right? I had my 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 awareness chiming in going, what is that? Right? And I tried not to let my brain tell the story. I knew I wasn't going to be able to redirect myself immediately, but I, I, I worked hard at not allowing my brain to tell the story because that was the key, right? Keep the, keep the thoughts out of it because that drags you even further in, right? Worked really hard at not allowing the mind to tell the story and just allowed the anger to be there, knowing I wasn't going to pull myself away from it right away, right? And it ended up being much later in the evening when I finally had, the, had enough to be able to do cards and figure it out. But it happened a little bit later. I needed to actually go through most of the day, pretty much the whole day, before I was able to pull myself out of it. Right? So, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong. So we don't beat ourselves up. We don't get upset for that. We're not, there's no problem with that. We allow it right? We recognize, okay, I have to stay here for a while. I don't know why, but I got to stay here for a while. I'm not going to allow my mind to tell the story because that's not helpful. We're just going to allow ourselves to sit in this for a little bit until we can have what we need, until we can get enough focus and we can pay enough attention that we can figure out what the heck is going on, right? And that was where I had gotten to. And it was like midnight, one in the morning before I was finally like, okay, what the heck, right? <laughs> right? I was hoping it would blow behind me, right? I was hoping it would just go, but it, it didn't want to do that. It was going to stay. Okay, so now we got to work through it. What is it, right? And so that's fine, but recognize what you're doing. Pay attention to it when it happens, right? And be careful with your focus. What's the mind doing, right? I didn't let the mind join the emotion. I didn't let the mind join the emotion. The mind did not get to tell me a story for more than a couple of seconds at a time, right? The mind did not get to tell me a story about all the problems in my life, right? The mind didn't get to tell me that. I wouldn't let it. I shut it down consistently over and over and over again. I kept shutting the mind off because I was like, nope, we're not doing this. Right? The emotion can be there. That's fine. I am not playing this game with the mind. It's not happening. Right? I need the mind to be actually helpful to me. Not cause more problems. Right? Okay. So, I'm not letting the mind go there. And eventually, I was able to actually use it to figure out what was going on. And I realized what had happened is that it had actually distracted me and I didn't catch it. And so it caused me to go off and do something else, right? It caused me to go, ooh, squirrel, shiny object, and I'm out of here, right? And that's the problem, right? That focus is critical. So when you have that goal in front of you, don't move. <laughs> do not move. Pay attention to where you're going and don't waver. That's when you have a goal, right? When there are problems around you, you don't focus on the problems. You focus on how you feel and what you're thinking. Don't let your mind go down the rabbit hole. Emotions are okay. Do not marinate in them. 
don't marinate, don't stay there, right? And don't let your mind join your emotions because otherwise you're gone, right? Now, now you're way down the rabbit hole and you don't even have your GPS with you. Now you don't even have a map, right? Because the minute you let your mind go to, the minute you let your mind go to, it turns your awareness off. Your awareness is up there in your head and you need to pay attention to it, right? The awareness is your GPS. That's your guidance system. But if your thoughts are blasting, right? Because the problem with the mind and the voice in the head is it blasts, right? It's cranked to full volume, which means the awareness, the quieter voice gets drowned out in the background and it won't yell over the voice in your head, right? That's got the volume cranked. So that means you have to be able to turn down those thoughts. You have to stop buying into all that bull crap your brain wants to tell you and just become aware. You can shut the brain down. It doesn't have to do that to you. Right? It takes practice. It's not a perfect system. It takes practice, you know, and, and mine's getting a little more sneaky now because it doesn't get away with a lot anymore. Right. So, so mine's getting pretty sneaky now. Right. So it, it found, it was like, Oh, I'll just give her an idea and that'll fix it. Right. <laughs> so, it's that, right? Right? So where are you at in that process? Is your mind still a runaway train? And if it is, then you're going to have to work on, nope, we're not doing that. Becoming aware of, oops, the story and not telling it, right? Right? So I actually did pretty well with that on Saturday, right? There, there was a place that I was able to handle it. I was able to keep my mind out of the story for the most part, right? And that's key. And some of that was having a nap, right? I just didn't let the mind play the game. I was like, if you're going to do this, we're sleeping because I'm not playing, right? And, and it was kind of that. If I had things to do in the external, then I just did them. And again, I shut the brain down. I wasn't going to let things, I wasn't going to let the mind do that, right? I'm not letting the mind drag me down that, down that place, right? And I sometimes say, you know what? When the mind is busy making up problems, then let the mind solve those problems because that's actually, that can be helpful. It helps when the mind wants to make up a problem. Well, what if this happens? And what if that happens? Well, what if? Allow the mind to, to, to do that, right? But be aware of that process in your head, right? Is the mind doing that or is the mind making up these crazy crises that are never going to happen? Is the mind just making up wild stories when you do that? Or can you actually get the mind to focus on solving the problem? Which one is it, right? When, when you say, well, what if it does happen? Okay, solve the problem. And the mind just makes up an even wilder story that's less likely to happen, right? What do you do with that? So you have to be able to like, okay, no, we're solving the problem. We're not making up more crazy scenarios. We're actively going to solve this. Well, what if it does happen? What's the solution? Well, then I'm going to do this and this and this and this, this. Okay, so then what are you complaining about, right? And literally have that conversation with yourself. It's okay to do that. There's nothing wrong with doing that, right? The idea with the mind is you get control. It's a muscle and you're going to use it that way, right? You're going to get control over the active parts that you have control over, 
over the things that are quote-unquote conscious to us, the things we're aware of. There are lots of things in the body, the mind controls, that we don't have active conscious awareness of, right? It's controlling your heartbeat. You don't necessarily have control over that. Obviously, you know, if you hook somebody up to a heart monitor and tell them to try to control their heart with enough feedback and enough practice at it, they probably can, right? And there have been studies where we can. If, if we have the feedback, if we have the ability to pay attention to that, then yeah, we, we can figure out how to gain control over everything. But the question is, do you want that? Do you really want control over your kidney function in your head? Do you really want to control your liver in your head? Do, do you really want that level of conscious control, right? And the answer is probably no. You'd probably rather allow your body to just do its thing, right? <laughs> in a lot of cases, you would rather just allow your body to do its thing because it's much easier on you. You've got enough to think about without having to worry about whether, whether your heart's beating or not, right? You got enough to do it a day, right? <laughs> and it's that, and even breathing, even though we can take control over it, for the most part, it happens anyway, right? When we're actively busy doing other things, we're not consciously thinking about our breathing, then our body is taking care of it for us and we don't have to actively think about it every second of every day in order to stay alive, right? And there's benefits to that, right? So it, and, and the analogy there is that you don't want control over everything, right? But you want control over the things that you need control over. And, and one of those things and the place where I want you to work on getting control is in your head and the voice that talks to you. Is that voice helpful? It's not a mean SOB to everybody, but it is to some. And those are messages you would not allow somebody in the external to treat you like that. And you need to tell your brain off. It is okay to tell your brain to take a long walk off a short pier when it starts being a jerk. You don't have to beat yourself up. It is okay to tell your mind to take a hike. You would not put up with that from somebody outside of you, but you put up with it in your own head and you don't have to. So it is okay to tell the mind to go away. It is okay to do that. I want you to tell the mind to go away when it does that. And if you do it enough and you stop buying in and you stop tolerating that kind of stuff in your head, that kind of noise in your head, your mind will eventually stop doing it. And you see what happens, right? The next level of that is, ooh, squirrel, right? Because the mind can't do anything else anymore. It doesn't have another way to handle it. It doesn't have another, another option anymore because I've shut down all the other paths. So the only one it has these days is squirrel. And now I have to pay attention to that too. So the trick only works once, right? It only works once. And that's what I want to share, okay? Where is your focus? That is what this whole thing is about. What are you paying attention to? And is it helpful or not, right? And even squirrel, shiny object, isn't always helpful. So we really, really have to be paying attention to where our focus is. I'm gonna leave it there. I hope that was helpful to you. Have an amazing week. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe from wherever you are listening to this podcast too. Thank you so much for tuning in today, guys. I really appreciate it. I am hoping to be back here on Thursday. We'll see how this goes. I love all of you. 
Thanks so much. This is Laura with Spirituality Unpacked. Have a good one, everybody. Bye for now. This has been Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Thanks so much for listening.